Underground Podcast Network. Ah, that's a strong start. Well, I feel better. Okay, after you sound good. I'm I'm getting over the getting over the sickness. Now you came into my house tonight. Yes, and you said that there was a sickness going on in your house. Yes, my son has been has had some sort of stomach flu where he just throws up, but only at night, and only right as I go to sleep. But I blame you for bringing pink eye into my house because we had that running rampant last week. Now, to be fair, I know I told you I didn't touch anything. But I did rub every one of your doorknobs with my eye. <laughs> I, pre- I, pre- I, I appreciate that. So I, I came. I came home today, and we were we uh, we went out to dinner before we did the show tonight. And um, I do what I normally always do, and I turn all cried the- in the men's room. Well, <laughs> I turned uh, I turned all the Christmas lights on. And um, wait, what day is it? <laughs> what day is it, Don? What month is it? It's January fourteenth. <laughs> <laughs> so on the way out the door, you turn on the Christmas lights. I turn on the Christmas lights on. Okay. Yeah. So my wife, my wife gets in the car and she goes, "Who turned the Christmas lights on? Why are they on?" And I go, "I I turned them on. You're welcome." <laughs> she goes, "Do you not realize we're the only house in the neighborhood that still has Christmas lights on?" I said, "Does it does it matter?" Apparently, guess what? Totally mattered because I had to get out of the car. Go back in, turn off all the Christmas. <laughs> I thought you were going to say take them all down. <laughs> While she waited in the car with the engine running. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be tomorrow night. Well, if you just leave them up uh, for next week, it could be MLK lights. No one else has those. We want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago, from uncharted regions of the universe. That's right. <laughs> we can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Radio for another episode, another week. Jeremy, Don, Tony. Uh, oh, man, gentlemen. What are MLK lights? <laughs> you know, for Martin Luther King Day. I gotcha. Now, those lights, though, they don't stay up too long. They still get snuffed out a little too early. But it's been too cold to take anything down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I only had uh, like a bush lit up on the front of my house. So but I still have that ridiculously huge wreath on the front of my house. And I don't want to take it down because my, my roof has been frozen because of all the, like, the, the precipitation that we've been getting. I, I don't want to take it. I don't want to get out on the roof and take it down. I'm petrified of heights. So why did you put it up there? For the holidays. But you could have just done something else without the thing that terrifies you. But it, my wife knows that it terrifies me. And I think she wants me to die. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair then. Okay. Never mind. I slipped off of there one time and Court I. evidence. <laughs> Court evidence. <laughs> we'll talk about evidence later on in our conversation. But I, I, I slipped, I, I, I slipped on the roof. The little, I have a little slope roof over the porch and I slipped. Don't be racist, Don. I slipped and <laughs> I hit the top of the roof. I just laid down there. Like, I was like, because <sighs> I was so scared. And she just sat at the bottom down by the ladder and was laughing at me. She was just waiting to see if you were still breathing. I really feel like that guy from Dodgeball. You know the movie Dodgeball? The Steven Root character? Yeah. Yes, you know, the wife yes. like points at him and laughs. Mm-hmm. I really feel like that might be the relationship that I have with my wife. Or any of us. Well, <laughs> wow. Happy, happy New Year to all of you. I'm not doing good with my resolution, by the way. The tweeting? Yeah, well, I missed another day this week. I don't think anyone noticed, to be honest. <laughs> I think you're good to go. Does anyone notice that I am tweeting? I don't know. Have you got new followers? I have. Really? Yes. That is fascinating. I, I, I have. It's because of my hashtags. 
What are the current now? I wonder if they're real Let's... followers or just bots. Well, <laughs> that well, I think I've gotten two real followers, and I think I got two bots. Now, the one bot I think followed us um, on the radio for winners. Um, but... So wait, your last tweet had the, the the hashtag hashtag Colts hashtag Seahawks. I mean, good job, but you didn't create those. No, I didn't create those. <laughs> <laughs> I, my tweet last week uh, about... I started a trend. I saw the Seahawks <laughs> hashtag on the trending. No one Man. follows that team. If it wasn't for Don, no one would even know who they were. We need to talk about that, too, about recapping last week's playoff run. Well, we'll but get there. But um, I, I, uh, I tweeted about Oprah when I was in the doctor's office with the pink eye, and I came up with hashtag Oprah Lion. That's a good hashtag. I mean, how would you use that anywhere else other than in a doctor's office where there's a picture of Oprah and a lion? But nobody else is making fun of the fact that Oprah is posing on the cover, clearly photoshopped, by the way, and she's holding the lion's paw. That's Oprah Lion. I can see why <laughs> no one knows when you don't tweet. <laughs> At Don RFW. Please follow me. Well, you know, if tweeting doesn't work out, we always do still have a possibility of you getting a new radio gig. Yes, this is a big year. I decided to start sending out Don's demo tape. Let's give the uh, the listeners a chance to hear what that uh, what that sounds like if they have that chance. Because I think if you go to any show we've done in the last ten weeks, you'll get the full thing. So we this is a sample of Don's demo tape. Ninety-eight YCR York's hottest Nick Oteen with you. The nighttime is the right time for you, baby. YCR, York's hottest traffic and weather together coming up on the fives. We just talked to you about downtown, but what's the weather like? YCR, York's hottest. I don't pick these songs, unfortunately. My program director does. Some sad news. School shooting, but first, Uptown Girl. <laughs> so we sent in the demo tape that was probably, what, 50, 60 of those talk-ups to just Uptown Girl on a CD? <laughs> Which is not usually how they do demo tapes on radio. Now, I was like, well, let me get some feedback from a real program director. From my old radio days, I used to work with this guy named Jason Kidd in Baltimore. And Jason was a nighttime guy in, uh, in Baltimore at the time at B102.7. Was the nighttime the right time for him, baby? <laughs> so... Jason left Baltimore, went to uh, Syracuse to be the program director. Then he went to Austin, then Pittsburgh. And then he also programmed legendary D.C. station uh, PGC 95.5. So he has real radio chops. The guy's been He knows. He knows. Right? I mean, he can see talent from yes. a mile away. Which is now, not I did have the radio. To tell he used to hear talent. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did tell him that, uh, you know, this is a half joke with the same talk up song. So, now, why, so would you, now, why would you do that? Because he's so you're like you half ass this comedy stuff. Like you've got to send it off for what it is. Oh no, no, I've sent it off to other people. It's not telling them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'll let you know that that feedback. But here's this guy. At least I know I can't just tell him that you know. Hey, this guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> and then send him, a, send him a tape of a guy talking up the same song six times. So, now, the question so is, when are you ready to start, Don? Because that, that's the real question. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for uh, what's minimum wage in Maryland? Uh, so seven something, $7, $8. I don't know. I'm so rich, I don't know. I honestly don't have I'm ready. Idea. So last week I sent him the email. He sends it, but he replies within about uh, five days. 
And uh, I have exactly what he wrote here. Don, are you ready for the feedback? I am ready. Hit me with I it. I told him to be completely serious, treat it as if he was like hiring somebody to be on, his, on our staff. Uh, he wrote back, Tony, I love it. <laughs> Period. Very, <laughs> very lost, lost art in today's world. Uh, his third break is probably his go-to. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we're missing this sound today. Now, I think what that means, though, while he likes it, uh, no one apparently today in today's <laughs> radio uh, would hire you. <laughs> but it's never um, good when someone says, man, that's a lost art. It really is a that's lost art. you don't hear anymore. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I did set it off to CEI without letting them know that uh, it was a joke. Okay. Uh, and, and what is I CEI? Yet to Yet to get a response. What is WCEI? Oh, is it, oh, okay. It's, it's a radio station on the Eastern Shore. Got it, got it. Easton. Yeah, it's in, it's in a Eastern Maryland. I didn't and, hear the uh, W at the beginning because Tony is much CEI. So well, I you're not going to hear the radio station either unless so you're... something institute. I have no you're, idea. Unless you're standing, standing next to the radio station. Unless you're hanging out in Salisbury. Which we, uh, we used to be on a radio station like that in uh, downtown Silver Spring. Now, well, we the question, Don, is where else do you want me to send these to? Do you want me to send these off? Uh, do you want to write the email? So, you know, it's not just me uh, putting words, uh, you know, putting words basically in your mouth, just saying, because <laughs> right now I'm being polite. However, <laughs> if I don't start getting responses, I might get bored. I might just start, you know, going like, yo, what's up, dick suck? Uh, <laughs> I hear you're looking for a PD or a, or a morning position. Here's a How demo tape. Me? Now, I have to tell you by law, I am a registered sex offender. However, <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be funny just to send it out like with a, you know, please listen to my tape. I- I'm very serious in what I do. Um, maybe we could even put the, the, the term lost art in there. Um, bring a lost art of being a broadcaster back to your radio station. Jack All right. FM. Well, there are a couple of websites. There's a, a website called allaccess.com, which is not a porn site. Uh, I know you guys usually <laughs> That's the only way that that's, that. that's how Tony stumbled upon it. He was like, <laughs> allaccess.com. Ah, oh, crap. It's not a porn site. Severely disappointed. Uh, now, it is a radio site, but they have job listings. Uh, so I will tackle that this week and send out at least 10 to 15 I'm of very Don's excited demos. To see who hires Don and how much they offer him. I'm wondering if we could post something on Craigslist, too. <laughs> All professional DJs <laughs> trying to get hired through Craigslist. Do you have a wedding coming up? <laughs> <laughs> do you need a DJ? You know what, though? If you do it cheap enough, you will get calls, and you'll have to do these weddings. How miserable will you be after one? No, I wouldn't be miserable at all, because I'd only play Uptown Girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, the uh, the bride and groom have chosen to uh, to do their first dance. Here's uh, their little Uptown Girl. <laughs> <laughs> Was it, it was, was over well. Chevy Chase doing it was. This? It was pretty good. Kermit the Frog <laughs> doing Uptown Girl. Very nice. Well, thank you for that, Tony. I, I appreciate that. Jason Kidd, avid listener of Radio for Winners. No, he doesn't know anything. No, about no one's show. an avid ra- listener of Radio for but Winners. But I appreciate Jason's feedback. And uh, if he is looking for some talent in the future, I can be easily swayed to leave this podcast. <laughs> All you wow. have to offer me is one dollar. <laughs> anything more than what I'm getting now, I will take it, <laughs> and I will work for you. Ah, uh, good times, good times. Do you guys watch uh, watch any of the new? There's like twenty different Alaska reality shows. I'm watching the one that um, it literally. I've seen a couple episodes of this one that looks like our friend John um, 
it looks like he could be a part of that that family. The Alaskan Bush people. <laughs> yeah, no, I've watched the, I've watched every episode of the Alaskan. You know Bush that people. one guy looks just like him with the beard. Yes, you know who I'm talking about the the. the Second oldest, yeah, who's like the leader, kind of. Whenever they have to split up in other groups, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. But he's not very good. He just gets very mean. Well, now he looks like our friend Moday, or he looks like uh, yes, the former f- radio for winners host <laughs> John Muma. <laughs> no, see, our, no, our, no, our, no, our John Muma could actually go and do that um, and live in the Alaska bush. Um, but I don't but, think you'd want to live like they live in the Alaska no, bush. I mean, no. they, they literally like they're kind of like Alaskan gypsy people that just kind of find an island that they can either. I don't they're even know con- if they own it or if they're just kind of no, squatting in they're national squatting. landmarks. They're squatting. <laughs> they're in squatting. Parks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I like that show, and I like the. Um, there's one about like this old mining town that there. This guy like bought all the businesses in the center of town that were old. And now he's trying to electrify the whole town. And they all hate him for it. And then I'm I'm watching the other ones where um, families are trying to like move cattle across all these crazy like. Uh, they have to put them in, a, in an old like transport boat and ship them all across this island. Hopefully, bears don't eat them. I believe that was a movie. I don't, a movie about a cow? Yeah, when they moved the herds across the across the country. I don't know what it was movie a bad. That would it was be. a bad joke. That Billy Crystal movie. Sorry. Oh, stop the podcast. Sorry. We're done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I probably hey mark mark the time. Podcast. Thirteen minutes in, I, I think, is like when I shut down the podcast. Five of these shows, and I watch at least one a night, and I love them, and so. All I want to do now is quit my job and just fly to Alaska and start over. I felt the same way about um, the uh, the deadliest catch. I felt that I could get on those boats and I could do that. I don't want to do that. I don't want to get on a boat I and could do, do that. that. Um, well, I know I can't do any of this. I know I'm not going to go out to Alaska and live off the land. I'm incapable of living in a townhouse. You can't even you can't even use the restrooms in my house. You no, I have to go, go out behind. Well, I could out. do. I could pee out in the open like they do. I've got that down. Good, but I, I isn't there like doesn't everyone want to do that? Just like go off into the wilderness and become a crazy mountain person. I um I envision when I have a nervous breakdown at some point in time in my life because I have two four, weeks from now. I have four kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I do envision um, withdrawing money from a bank account. And taking a tent and living in the woods along the Appalachia Trail, growing a See, big I beard. I couldn't, I couldn't actually live in a tent. I'd have to live in some kind of cabin that has electricity. I couldn't just live on the land. Just wouldn't. It wouldn't work for me. See, I don't think it's it's not even as much about living in a tent because that still has a tent. This is the the Alaska people go out and they build their houses from nothing, and they all have outhouses they have to redig like every six months, and they 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 have. God, could you imagine what's inside inside that outhouse for six well, probably months. poop. Thank you. <laughs> That's how it works. But that was one of the episodes. <laughs> is like they went out in the winter. They waited too long, so it froze into like this anthill of poop, and they had to move the outhouse. Uh, it was fascinating. I love these shows. I want to do this. Might have to move the entire house if it's a big anthill of poop. Well, the outhouse is a totally separate piece of your house. It's I not understand. Part of I the understand house. how it works. Thank you. It's like a phone. Well, maybe for poop. Uh, maybe you guys can build a new Radio for Winners uh, studio. I'm at a payphone. Let's. <laughs> why don't we do that? Well, you have a huge backyard, Don. Why don't you and I start? We'll build a house in your backyard. We already pee out back. Right. So <laughs> we'll just dig a hole to poop into. Okay. And we'll. Um, I, I'm betting I would make it about 35 minutes if we try, if we try to live off the land in your backyard. Well, we've had camp, we've had campfires in the backyard, right? Just a campfire, just an actual fire to heat the surroundings, right? You're done in about an hour. Yeah, as soon as I'm out of beer, I'm out. 
<laughs> what are you going to do for beer in the woods in the outback of Alaska? I don't think it'll matter. I think this is how my imagine my Alaskan trip will go. If I, I'm going to sell all my possessions, I'm going to give all the money to my family and tell them that I'm leaving, and then I'm going to fly out to Alaska to catch a cane. I, I think that you're probably more of a Tijuana, Mexico type of person. No, no, I don't like, I don't like the beach or people. So I really want to go out to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> have you seen the show where they put like fat people in the woods and then they had to survive for like four days? Yes. I'm not sure what channel's on. The only problem with this show is that they're not fat enough. Like, I want people to be severely <laughs> obese. So wait, what show are you talking about? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure what it's called. I think it's just called Fat People in the Woods. Uh, <laughs> it, not, it, not naked and afraid, right? No, nah, this is just like, it's like four fat dudes that are not really that fat. And then, like, some survival guy who's just way too being into, like, a survivalist. And then, like, they basically, he teaches them how to live. And then everybody's happy at the end. It's called which fat, in real fat, life. fat Guys in the Woods. That is really the name of it. Yeah, it's on the Weather Channel. <laughs> I've never even heard of this show. Oh, yeah, Fat Guys. Fat Guys in the Woods. Yeah, you did. That's a real show. How about that? Fat yep. Guys. I could do that show. Why don't I apply to be on that show? Why doesn't the Weather Channel... Just tell me about the weather. Oh, they don't bother anymore. They have another show about prospectors, but it's not interesting like the gold shows where they get millions of dollars in gold. This is people who go out and they find like a seven dollar rock and then they dance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most. It's the saddest show about mining. Is it the one where like, they're like in like Alaska and uh, the one guy's like a real hipster and the one chick's like a total hipster? Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, that's a terrible show. And they're like digging for quartz. It's the worst show. It's uh. So yeah, I think if I made it to Alaska or on this show about fat guys in the wilderness, which I should probably just aim to do, because then at least I'd get maybe you could do your filmed. own fat guys, naked fat guys in the woods. <laughs> but I won't televise it. I'll just see how long it takes till <laughs> someone finds me. <laughs> Today in Anne Arundel County, a man was arrested for running naked in the woods. All he had was egg sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bag of egg sandwiches and apologies. A bag of egg sandwiches, a shovel, and a ro- and uh, and a bunch of quartz. <laughs> He's got seventeen dollars in rocks. He found. He's gonna live off that forever. Um, but I guess before I do that, I should probably go see a doctor, which I do have scheduled. By the way, that was my New Year's resolution. One of them was I was finally going to go see a doctor. So the years I had left to live, I've scheduled the appointment. So End I- of the month, twenty eighth. I'm going to go see a doctor. So by the 29th, we'll have a countdown to my unavoidable death. So I went today. I had a physical today. Okay. Now you got to beat me to the punch, don't you, Don? Well, I, I you know I was going to try to go. You're like I'm going earlier. I wanted to make sure that you and I die around the same period of time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so Tony can take this podcast to the next level. <laughs> Tony's going to die way before us. <laughs> so I go, I go to, I go to have a physical today, and I, I go into the room, and um, the the nurse wants to take my blood pressure, which is fine, by the way. Um, then she says, now the doctor likes for the patients to be not wearing any clothes when she comes back in so that she can get the physical sort of, sort of moving along, right? So she wants you to not have anything but your underwear on and here put this piece of paper over you to, to make you comfortable until she comes in. Have you ever had to put that like just like a – it's like a sheet of paper. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're at the hospital, they make you put on the paper. Guy. Yeah, it's, it's literally like you go to a crab house and they pull <laughs> that paper off and they re-put it on the picnic tables that you're eating the crabs on. And, and then you take all your clothes off at the crab house too. Yeah. Same thing. I'm not allowed in the. You're not allowed in Mike's. Adam's rips. Now, does she strip all your clothes off? And she comes in and she's like, "Hey, uh, you you could have left most of those clothes off, <laughs> sir. You're in the lobby." <laughs> I was doing burpees. <laughs> I wasn't wearing anything. I was doing burpees. 
So, um, so the doctor comes back in and um, she starts asking me a bunch of questions, and I just find it weird. Like, can we ask the questions that you want to? Can we get the reason that I'm not wearing any clothes done first? You leave. I put the clothes back on. Come back in, and then ask me the questions that you have to ask me. Because she's asking me like eight thousand questions. I'm just sitting there, like in my underwear. So now she, your doctor is female, right? Yes. You said so. Now you like? Do you feel weird when she's like touching your balls? Like, is there any well, any fear that you're going to get uh, aroused in some way? Because I've had that happen. Where uh, I, <laughs> let me rephrase it. I've not had. That happen. <laughs> uh, but I, I was at a 7-Eleven and I asked. <laughs> I asked for a big bite. All of a sudden, I got a chubby. I had been examined by a, a woman doctor and. Uh, uh, I did have that fear that that would happen, but unfortunately, I uh, had that fear. But then I get so psyched up in my head that I, I just I psych myself out that it's just not going to happen. So the the first well, thing, there's no way it's going to happen. Well, <laughs> well, the first thing the the nurse said to me, she said, "Now, um, sir, um, when was the I last? I had to put it in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> she said, "When was the last time you had a tetanus shot?" And I went, I think the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I mean, why would I need a tetanus shot? I don't work around rusty metal, right? It, it, it's still something you should get every 10 years. Okay. Well, I, I haven't had one since maybe the 90s. So I had to get one of those. I had blood work drawn as well. But she proceeds to start asking me a bunch of questions. And, you know, one of them was, um, you know, how many fruits and vegetables servings do you, would you say you eat a day? Now, do you eat a lot of fruits? Tony does. He because he was texting. No, Tony's us. only paleo. All he eats now is meat. You don't eat fruits and eats, vegetables. I don't. Uh, I eat like an apple. Uh, I don't eat that many apples, but I eat, I eat vegetables a fair amount. You? I'd not say, a chance. Unless no, it's deep that's fried. not true because my wife actually eats fairly well. So dinner, for example, tonight I had a big salad with some baked salmon on top. So I do eat probably two servings of vegetables a day because during the day I eat pure garbage. I had a chicken pot pie, so it had peas and onions and carrots and stuff in it. <laughs> <laughs> Covered in fat, but they, they were all Covered in there. Covered in huge, thick gravy. Yeah. So I said, I'm, I don't know, maybe one to two. Now, she proceeded to say, that's not remotely even close to what you need to be eating. And she needs, you probably need to be about a five or six servings a day. But then she said, like, you know, remember, a serving is what you can fit in the palm of your hand. And I was like, wow, I, nobody ever told me that. I didn't know that was a serving. That was a cup. I, well, I don't know. But then she says, um, she goes, now, how much exercise would you say you're doing on a daily basis? I went, um, how about- <laughs> I'm eating more vegetables than I'm exercising. <laughs> I said, how about none? <laughs> so then I used the proverbial, well, you know, I did quit smoking last year. And she gave me the, well, good for you. I'm so proud of you. That's great. But you probably need to eat some more fruits and vegetables and maybe do some exercising <laughs> as well if you really want to live. live. <laughs> now, could you pull your, pull your pants down? So she wants to do that, that test. You know, the, the, the cough test. Yes. To see if you have a hernia. Right. Right. Now, let me ask you My this. My dentist does that. Now, let me be very honest here. <laughs> let me ask you this question. Do you... Now, I, I really can't remember the last time I had a physical, but... Do you trim before you go to a physical? <laughs> okay, I mean, since I don't live in a porn film, I don't assume when I go to a doctor that they're going to want to just all of a sudden, let me, let me do the cough test. I've never felt balls this nice before and see where it goes. Well, I didn't want to trim because then I didn't want to take it too far and then look like I did manicure before I went. No, you wouldn't bother. Okay, cool, good. I didn't you should bo- bathe. I, didn't bo- I did bathe. Okay, that's good. I, did, I didn't bother. <laughs> So then she says, can you, can you turn your so head? So these balls are hairy. <laughs> <laughs> so then she says, can you turn your head and cough? So I turn my head, and the only thing that you stare at in this room are one of those, um, Ann, is it Ann Gettys? 
those those calendars with the babies that are like stuffed in like tubas and stuff like that. <laughs> so like hanging all over there. And I, didn't I know, know what you're talking about, but that description is a fully <laughs> horrifying calendar if you don't. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Just this tuba with all these babies crammed in it. <laughs> so what I'm staring at is is what the only can be, and I took a picture of it, and I will tweet it at Don RFW. I, it, it can only be described as a like a hermit crab <laughs> shell with a baby inside the hermit crab shell with like antlers, like feeling antlers on it. I thought you were going to say you took a picture of her holding your balls. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I will tweet it out at Don RFW. <laughs> I don't think I want to follow Don FW. That sounds horrible. Well, I lost a, I lost a lot of, uh, I lost a lot of those. Now look, I took guy followers. Now. now I'll show you the picture. Look at that picture. That is definitely a baby in a shell, like a like a crawfish or a hermit crab. Uh, I'm glad you showed right. it to Tony. He has made his day. So that's that what so I'm weird. staring at, right? So now I'm start, starting to laugh while this the the doctor's got her hands on my. On my balls, and I'm staring at this alien baby inside this shell. It's a hermit crab baby. Yeah, but I'm getting a little embarrassed now that I'm la- I'm laughing while she's doing the cough test. But then, then I started remembering that she did say that a full ser- serving size of fruits and vegetables <laughs> fits, fits in the palm of your hand. Okay. And, and Don has the, his hand cuffed right now. So the good news is the next time I need to know what a serving size of fruits and vegetables are, I just kind of pull down my pants. <laughs> That's half a serving. So that was... <laughs> <laughs> uh, penis joke. So that's my, uh, my physical story. Now, do they do the finger? No, because I had that like a month or two ago. You didn't even go to the doctor a month or two no. ago. <laughs> uh, no, I do that at home by myself. I was at the crab house. I- <laughs> Mike's crab house. <laughs> they were out of the bib, so I said, well, here's the next best thing. Now, I, 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 went, I went to the doctor's, uh, same doctor about a month or so ago, and I had that done there. Why wouldn't you just get that done at a physical? <laughs> it's a very, very long story, but the good news, everything's fine. That's good. Okay. Yeah. And I told you that I now, and I'm not 40 yet, but it has been highly recommended that, and I think that you and I had talked about the same thing, I have to have a colonoscopy. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe we can broadcast live during my colonoscopy. It'll be, it'll be like the Today Show. <laughs> it'll be unbelievable broadcasting. <laughs> A look inside it. Yeah. Terrifying procedure. So that Yeah, that, you're you're like a couple years away from forty, so how long you been how long you been getting examined? Well I way? no, I have well, since but, I was nineteen. It, it, it runs in my family. Does it run in your family? Uh no. No? Okay. Well see it runs in my family, so they say that you need to get this done sooner rather than later. Mm. So, so you start when you're like sixteen. Well, yeah. No. So yeah, I'll have to have one here probably in the next couple of months. So Again, I just don't get what you don't schedule with the physical. Instead, of you're going all the time. No, like, I... Oh, we're here for this time. Another finger, Doc. Put that glove on. Why can't we talk about how nobody talked about sweet pickles last month? <laughs> my, brother, my brother got mad at me that I didn't know what sweet pickles was. I still, other than you showing it to me, I don't remember it at all. But he's like, don't you... It was on all the time. Don't you remember that? I was like, no, I don't remember anything. I drank a lot of my memory away. Yeah. Well, I do have a take an issue up with one of our listeners, too, which I'll have a sidebar conversation with about cities. Not all cities have police tournaments, but we'll talk about that later at a later time. But uh, getting back to that, yeah, so that was my physical That's story. That's a rip-roaring episode. <laughs> it will be. Radio for Winners. It will be. <laughs> Discuss police precincts. 
<laughs> but that was my physical, so you have yours coming up. Yeah, that'll be coming up the 28th. All right, look for the Ann Gettys calendars. Uh, and, uh, mine is coming up on the 30th. Look at that. So it's all in this month. Look so at us. healthy. Look at Radio this. for Winners promoting men's health. Look at that. It's not even men's health month. It's not even that we plan this either. No. I think, I think we all just decided as our year's resolution we're going to try not to die this year. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can all do the, the rectal exam with our fingers here live on air. <laughs> with no doctor, though. I'll check you and you check me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to use my finger, so I'd choose this beer bottle. Is that fine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tony. we got to stick that little camera that he's got on that computer up there so we can check his. So do you guys want to do the news next or you want to do football next? Uh, let's do football. All right. Then let's turn on our segment we regularly do. <laughs> you want to try that again? No, I don't. Just play the sports song. That's right. It's the Radio for Winners sports segment, which is only really about football ever. So last weekend, the Ravens were knocked out of the playoffs. Oh, man. It was the saddest moment of 2015 so far. I really thought they were going to pull it off. It was a good game. It was the best game of the weekend, hands down. Then they lost by four points. They had a chance twice to pull it out, and they didn't. But it was uh, it was a very, very good and game. Did thank you watch God. Thank God it was an away game. We didn't have to hear this moronic <laughs> chant from the crowd. I mean, thank God uh, that they had to go into Pittsburgh, so we didn't have to hear this as well. Oh. So the, the Patriots won that game by four points. Uh, which means next week they will host. What do you think of what Harbaugh said about the? Someone needs to track down Jack White and punch him repeatedly in the face <laughs> <laughs> for writing that song. Uh, maybe you could do it while you're walking your imaginary dog. That's a joke <laughs> no one's going to get because that was off <laughs> off the air. So, what do you think about Harbaugh's comments about the trickery play? I mean, it's it's intentionally deceptive, but it was not against the rules, so I guess it's fine. Now, did you see Tom Brady say about Harbaugh? Maybe the Ravens should learn how to read the rule book. Like, well, yeah, right no. Now, what did uh, what did Harbaugh say for the listeners who uh, didn't pay attention to that? And well, uh, that is, includes myself. Basically, the, during the the last quarter of the game, um, the Patriots would do a bunch of plays where they would declare different receivers ineligible, and they would tell the refs, but then they would like try to start the play real fast. Like ten, you get ten seconds to try to figure out who is now an eligible receiver versus an ineligible receiver. And that just matters for how you're going to do coverage on other people because clearly if someone's not eligible. So you instead don't need of to having five linebackers, instead of having five linemen up on the line, you have four up on the line, and then right. one of the other people declares himself ineligible. But they have they line up on the far right side as a receiver, but they declare themselves an ineligible receiver. So they Correct. can't march forward down the field; they go backwards to try to block. But when you're the defense trying to figure out, you know, how you're going to block, you know, you figure I got to cover this guy, but it turns out you don't really have to cover that guy because they're not a, they're not a receiver. Right. So it, it just it made So it Harbaugh said it was a loosey goosey rule and the NFL will probably look into it and that's where Tom Brady said, Hey, uh, the Ravens really need to read read the rule book. But then he said later this week he said, I have a lot of respect for John Harbaugh and the Ravens are a tough team. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, yeah, this was a really good play that we put together. You know, he was very political about it. But then did you hear what Ray Lewis said this week? No. About that, you know, the Tom Brady tuck rule, you know, like, you know, if you tuck the ball, you're you, you can't tackle the quarterback or it's uh, roughing the passer penalty. Right, right. He said if it wasn't and, th- and they call it the Tom Brady rule because it happened after the Ravens hurt Tom Brady. I think it was the Ravens hurt Tom Brady and, and one of those things. And they, they called roughing the passer and they ended up winning the game. Um, Ray Lewis said um, if if it wasn't for that Tom Brady tuck rule, nobody would know who the hell Tom Brady was. <laughs> 
So I thought that would be very funny. I love the rivalry. It's upsetting that the Ravens are not in it, but uh, you know, I still have this mural. Outside the of the other championships he's won. Okay. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so that was the first game this weekend. Uh, that's, that one, um, Tony's the only one of the three of us that guessed it correctly. Guessing the Patriots. Yeah, got it right because it was common sense. Uh, well, that's the only one. That, uh, that I got wrong, and it's the only one I care about, though. So that's a real shame. I saw that. And then um, the second game was the Panthers at the Seahawks, and unsurprisingly, the Seahawks destroyed them. I can't believe that happened. I mean, my Panthers losing. <laughs> You're the world's biggest Panthers fan. Just well, you know, week. they are 90 minutes away in Charlotte, North Carolina. So uh, I'm telling you, it was real disappointing watching my team. Watched my team lose. It was I, not a close I game. had picked the uh, I picked the Panthers. So going into Sunday, I was zero and two. Yeah, but I was I was one and one. Tony and I was one because I had uh, I had the Seahawks because I'm not crazy. And then the first game on Sunday was Cowboys at Packers, and I believe we all picked the Packers, right? I know. I think the only person who did mm-hmm. was uh, your mm-hmm. kid. Yep, Lego Man picked the, uh, uh, the Cowboys, and, and unsurprised. Although that was another close game. To be fair, that was a good game too. But the Packers pulled that one out. And then the last game was, oh, the Colts in Denver. Uh, and I had picked the Colts, and the Colts won. I also picked the Colts. It was, it was a wonderful game. I enjoyed that game as well. But I realized that after I had picked the Colts, I had also, at the beginning of the year, who did I pick to win the Super Bowl? Oh, probably the Broncos. I picked but, the Broncos. But I, all of our Super Bowl picks are already null and void. So I, we all had the 49ers in the Super Bowl. Well, but I had <laughs> also, uh, I had the we're Broncos in. clearly not experts. No, so. we're not. Although, so in the last seven playoff or eight playoff games, I'm seven for eight. So, maybe I'm close to an expert. Now, if we were to go to Vegas, you would be 0 for I 8. I would be 0 for 8 and $3,000 <laughs> in the hole. At least, at least $3,000 in the hole. So, this week, we've got two games. We've got the Colts at the, Pac- uh, at the Patriots. Colts at the Packers. Colts at the Patriots. Uh, I'm going to continue to pick the Colts. Tony? Uh, Patriots will win. It'll be close, though. It won't be. Uh, yeah, it'll be very similar to last week's game, but uh, the Colts will lose. I think the Colts are on a roll, and it's going to be a punch in the face <clears throat> to the Patriots. I, I still think that the Patriots, I think, are the best team in the NFL. I am going to go with the New England Patriots. All right. And, uh, I also believe that I tweeted out um, uh, who. Um, I'm sure this I, is going to be good. Lego Man, who, who they, he, he picked, and he, he picked the Colts. Okay. So that's a good sign right there for me. Okay. We're two and two on that one. Uh, and the other game is Packers at Seahawks. Now, this one's tough. I would have said the Packers, except the quarterback is injured. He's not playing his best game for the Packers. Aaron Rodgers not doing as good as he should be. And the Seahawks are healthy, and they have a great defense. So I'm going to give it to the Seahawks, even though I would love to see the Packers win. Tony. Uh, they're playing in Seattle? Yes. I want to see the Packers win. Uh, I don't. I, Seattle doesn't seem to lose at home, though. Uh, so I'm going to go with Seattle. I have to turn my microphone back on. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we do. We do a we do a 30 minute show. <laughs> and Don had to turn his mic off. So I had. To, could, I was uh, coughing over here. Sorry, it's still. And, I'm still. still way, sick. And we can. You can still hear the coughing uh, through there are, there are other microphones, literally two feet from you. <laughs> Sorry about that. 
Uh, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and take the uh, the Seahawks. I think that they uh, they go ahead and win uh, that one. And uh, Lego Man also has picked the Seattle Seahawks. So none of us have the Packers, which means they're going to win. I mean, uh, if all of us have picked the Seahawks, they, they will win 42 <laughs> to three. Yeah, it'll be a blowout game that will not even be worth watching. But I will watch both. They will be amazing games. I cannot wait to see them. Uh, and then that's it. Then we have uh, what the the. Uh, the Pro Bowl, no one cares about? Well, now, I'm going to care about the Pro Bowl because it was just announced today that the uh, they didn't have any coaches to coach the Pro Bowl. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. So, um... Uh, so it's going to be the uh, the Ravens and the Ravens the Cowboys, right? and the Cowboys. Uh, so, the coaching staffs and the Ravens and the Cowboys will be coaching uh, in the Pro Bowl. Um, so, that's next. Is that next week? Uh, so, after, is yeah, there a week, the there's a week gap in between uh, championship week of this and, and the then Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Okay. Right. Now, do you guys ever watch the Pro Bowl? I've no. never seen an entire <laughs> Pro Bowl. I think I've seen maybe the beginning of the, of the game. The Pro and even Bowl then, I've turned it off boring. after like maybe 20 it's seconds. It's very boring. I'd only go to the Pro Bowl if it was in Hawaii and I was in Hawaii and I would literally go for about 30 minutes. And yeah, minutes. well, they can't play for real. It's like almost like flag football. It's watching adults that really play football normally play flag football because they, they can't play, get hurt. They should just play softball. Like a charity softball game, that would be or something like lawn darts. Something remember, is totally. Remember insane. when MTV used to have that like celebrity softball challenge? I remember that. Yeah, I used to watch that. I actually used to be a fan of that until I found out completely rigged. Well, oh, was it? No, I don't. No, I don't know. <laughs> Don's world was just shattered. You won't believe the look <laughs> on his face just now. He almost threw the the table over in a fit of rage. It was during a sweet pickles commercial that I was watching the uh, celebrity softball challenge. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so, uh, no, I don't watch that. Um, no, I don't think anyone does. I don't think anyone watches it at all because, again, it's not really playing football. And anyone that's very good that's in the Super Bowl is not going to play the Pro Bowl. So you've already got, like, kind of the leftovers of the season playing uh, a meaningless game. It's not even like the, the All-Star game in baseball at least has a purpose. It decides who gets home field advantage for the So if you had to series. rate your All-Star games, the games you would actually watch for the four major sports, uh, what would you rank them go? Well, I, would, I always watch the, the baseball All-Star game. I enjoy that game. I uh, feel like that is the best one. It also probably I don't watch has any the one that has the most on the line. Uh, <laughs> I never watched the NHL one. Uh, I watched a little bit of NBA. And then, of course, the Pro Bowl, I think, is probably the worst of all four. Uh, and I'll never watch that. Yeah, it's, it's one and then three fours. I don't care about the others. Now, we're ranking the four, four major sports? Right. So I watch um, I watch the baseball All Star game. I love that every year. Uh-huh. Uh, I watch the NASCAR All Star race. Um, that's one of them, right? Wait, why is that a race? That's not just there's seventy five races in the one NASCAR million season. dollar challenge. One million dollar. You got to watch it. We'll watch it. Is this it year. just part of the regular? No, series? it's not. There's so a, that, there's another weekend. There's of a, of an All Star race. Weeks. It's the weekend before <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. It's the All Star race in Charlotte. Right now, people are fast forwarding through this part of the podcast. Well, they've already fast forwarded <laughs> through everything else, so it's okay. <laughs> and then everything else I could care less about. Maybe the NBA. It's kind of okay. They slam dunk a lot. Well, I was just so. say they have at least have a skill shot contest. Yeah, I, right? yeah. I, I like the things I do leading like the up. Three to point that. shootout. Yeah, I like that too. They well. have that special ball, that little, the red, white, and blue ball. Serving of fruit and vegetables a day, Jeremy. That's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> well, <laughs> let's get stop talking about sports. And instead, we'll bring back a segment we didn't do last week because I didn't prepare anything. Radio for Winners and the News. That's right. Radio for Winners and the News. Every week we find two to three stories that we love. We take all the facts that are very important. We blend them up in a little blend. We get them back, put them in a cup, and I drink it and spit it back out to you. Wow, that's pretty good. It's pretty nice. Amazing. Look at that, huh? I know that this week a lot has gone on. There have been terror attacks in France. Apparently, a lot of people are upset about that. 
<laughs> uh, there was another airplane crash somewhere in the, the, the Indian Ocean. Don't ever fly there, by the way. But according to my Facebook feed, the most important thing that's happened this week is that they're changing the chocolate in the Cadbury eggs. <laughs> I saw that, and it's an outrage. Was it the chocolate or the cream? The chocolate. The cream is staying exactly the same. The chocolate surrounding the cream is going from a specific dairy milk mix into a standard Cadbury chocolate mix. I could not give two shits less. Cadbury eggs are gross. I don't think I've had a Cadbury egg since I was probably six years old. Could care less about the Cadbury egg. I always have a craving for a, a Cadbury egg, and then I get one, and I, I immediately regret it. Yeah, they're not good, but I'd, I'd say easily 10 to 15 people on my feed that are friends of mine, not just like people that I follow or people that other people follow, were just incensed, just screaming like, hashtag, change the, change the egg, all this other awful things. There can't be a less important thing going on right now in the, in the entire world. Anything, Don's doctor's visit more important than well, changing the chocolate in all fairness, the, the Ferguson stuff has died down. We need a new, uh, <laughs> a new, uh, a new rally to uh, you know, a new... Uh, Hands up, don't eat the Cadbury eggs. (laughs) They're changing the chocolate. It's ruined my (laughs) life. Ruined it. Actually, you know, maybe I'd like the Cadbury egg, but I'll be... Here's a story, a very short story. I hope you guys have 20 minutes. When I was five, I stole a Cadbury egg from a department store, and my mom caught me with it in the car, and she made me go back, turn the half-eaten egg in, and apologize to the store manager, and I cried the whole time because I thought I was going to jail. So that's tainted the Cadbury egg for me. Turns out, flash forward about 20 years later. I went to jail. It wasn't as bad as I thought. <laughs> and it involved eggs. <laughs> and it did involve eggs. You know what? I should have known. I should have, I'm going to go back in time to me at five and just say, stay away from eggs, egg sandwiches. No, I will tell myself to stay away from eggs, but not to stop the drinking and driving. Just the eggs. <laughs> that's the concern. I'm a stupid, stupid man. <laughs> but you know what? At least I admitted it. I went back and I, I knew I did something wrong and I admitted it. But other people don't admit when they've done something wrong and they come up with ridiculous stories. Speaking of ridiculous stories people make up when they've done something wrong, Kurt Busch, NASCAR race driver, is currently on trial for spousal abuse for his wife. But he says he didn't do it. It's not spousal abuse because she's a paid assassin. <laughs> and it's not his wife. <laughs> is that oh, his real? girlfriend, right? It's his girlfriend. Okay, well. It's his girlfriend. You know what? I'm off a little bit on the wife-girlfriend. It fit better s- <laughs> with the syllables to say wife. So let's go with it. <laughs> so, so what's the story here? He is, uh, he's on, uh, they're on trial? They're uh, gone through divorce? No, no. So she, well, they're not married. She, so. she claimed that he assaulted her in his, in his motor home. Right. And at the motor uh, I know. Motor does this shock you? It doesn't shock anybody else. <laughs> this is what makes NASCAR great. <laughs> Wait, why would he have a motor? He's a NASCAR driver. In at, this guy at, makes at the, funny. But yes, it's a probably a two and a half million dollar motor. Yeah, it's, home. it's the one he uses to go from. Yeah, it's an RV. It's the one that he uses right. at the racetrack. Right. So it, the assault happened at the Dover racetrack. She claimed that he threw her up against the wall and choked her and. Uh, you know, so she's claiming domestic abuse. This all happened sort of right after the Ray Ray Rice thing sort of came down. Well, I don't condone domestic violence, but if you ever go to Dover, would take a stand. <laughs> if you ever go to Dover, though, it is kind understand. of a yeah. I was going to say Dover, is, Virginia's for lovers, and Dover it makes for you want to hit people. So apparently, Kurt Busch says that he believes that his ex girlfriend is a trained assassin dispatched on covert missions around the world who once returned home in a blood splattered gown. 
So his 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 argument is he he did attack her to defend himself, or that she came back from a mission and was all bloody and it wasn't him. That's correct. She said he said that she he said that um, that she claimed that she and, and kept reasserting herself as an assassin, and then claimed that uh, her work took her on missions across Central and South America and Africa, and that she once left in camouflage only to return wearing a trench coat over a blood flecked evening gown. Now, she is saying that this is all a part of a movie script that she's been writing, and he's been just pulling ex- excerpts from the movie script. Now, do you think he believes this and he's crazy? Or is he just going all out on this ridiculous excuse because maybe they'll believe it? I'm going to go with this is all just freaking awesome, and this is what makes NASCAR the best sport. <laughs> I mean, I'd love for him to really believe it. I'd love to think he really, like, he really is terrified of his girlfriend because he believes she's like a CIA uh, special agent that goes out to Operative, assassinate yeah, people. Yeah. Hey, uh, also, just uh, FYI, while we're talking about this, 36 days. 36 days. Daytona 500. Until Daytona. How about that? Daytona 500. Well, you know what? There's no better way to end that story. But <laughs> before I do, I will say, at least they're going through the courts. Other people take vengeance into their own hands for revenge. On a on a boyfriend or a spouse, if such I, as it, 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 okay, go ahead. Yeah. Oh no, well done. You can wait. I will. Such as a woman in China or a Chinese woman, because I can't verify that she was in fact in China. Got uh, caught her husband sending sexy text messages to another person on her phone, which is bad enough. So she cut off his penis. Ooh. Now the story isn't that exciting because she cut off his penis because that happens. The lady's name was Lorena Bobbitt. Well, that's it's not. It's a it's a Chinese name, so I assumed it was in China. But on the story, I cannot verify it happened in China. But she caught her husband sending text messages on her phone. He used her phone to send his girlfriend, mistress, whoever, sexy text messages. So she came into their bedroom and she cut off his penis with scissors. Now, how does he not know it? Like, well, how, he, well, he, sh- how sharp are these scissors? They're very sharp. They're so. I would scissors. like to uh, first applaud Dom. We're thirty seconds into this story, and he has not used the last name Wang yet. So <laughs> I, I appreciate. He that. was reading I'm on his phone. He was not paying not attention. Popped up. So uh, <clears throat> I wouldn't give him too much credit. I think it was just based on him not paying attention. It's Wang. But here's what makes the story more interesting. They got the penis, took it to the hospital. They sewed his penis back on. So she walked into the room cut it off again, and threw it out the window. Where's security in this hospital? <laughs> well, that's what I'm wondering. How did she get back in there? Was he not saying what happened? Did he, you think he didn't say anything and was like, look, we just won't say anything? It just, I fell at a party, and my penis got, came right off. <laughs> so I opened in a bottle of wine. The wine broke, and I just severed my penis. And I, my hand flew down, cut my penis clean off. So Shut Right off. So, But imagine how angry you have to be to let someone go to the hospital. They go through the surgery to get their genitals sewn back on. Hey, cut your penis off once. Shame on me. <laughs> I just kept thinking of uh, the, the guy from uh, Full- Cut It Out. Dave Coulier. Dave, <laughs> Dave Coulier. Wouldn't he kind of protect himself, though, for the second round? Well, I assume he was uh, probably unconscious. They just sewed his penis back. But there. how sharp are the scissors in China? <laughs> I can't get my scissors here to cut through a cardboard. How uh, hot was coffee when we were younger? Coffee was much hotter. <laughs> it really was. I know you keep making fun of me. Another science segment with Don. How are scissors so sharp in China? On the next radio for winners. I can't wait. It's coffee, be, <laughs> coffee is uh, going to be very exciting. It was much hotter back then. Well, you know, anytime you talk about a woman who cut a guy's penis off twice, you know you're at the end of the show. So, again, 2015, 
unlike the previous years where Tony and I picked the music, this is Don's year to pick the music, and this week he came through now, with a classic. Listen, January nice. 13th was Make Your Wish, uh, Make Your Dreams Come True Day, just as an FYI. Oh, well, how about that? It's also timely. See you next week, folks. Yeah. What I want, you got it might be hard to handle. How many people do you think are sick of this already? <laughs> I love this gimmick. I'm doing it the entire year. Even if Don doesn't want to do it, I will force him. I lost my place now. I'm too far. <laughs> We're going to stop there. Before. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. You can follow... You can... <laughs> Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter, at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com. Search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people of Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>